You're listening to the Leading Healthy Creative Teams podcast with Matt Curtis. This is the podcast that helps you take your creative team from wherever you are today to healthy and effective. Hey friends, thank you for listening. We are going to continue in our series of tools. These are tools that are practical helps for you to implement as you lead creative teams. And the purpose of the tools is to help your team move toward a healthy place. So we're working on building healthy creative teams. And that's what the the tools that you've heard about so far, the Eisenhower box, the pest analysis, those are those are tools that are practically helpful for you to wield. Some like the Eisenhower box position towards the individual, the pest analysis a little bit more in terms of helping you gain clarity over where you're going as a team, objectives you want to tackle, that kind of stuff. This week, we are going to look at the SWOT analysis. The SWOT analysis tends to be used organizationally. So understand that this is a tool that is often uh, implemented at the organizational level, but I want to show it to you in the creative team context because I believe that it actually can be really helpful as an individual team as well. I've used it that way too, so this isn't <laughs> this isn't some crazy innovative thinking in the sense that this is wielding a tool not designed for this purpose. So again, as is the case with all of these tools, go to learn.lunchtimeheroes.co, scroll down to the bottom uh, to the systems section, and you're going to find the ability to download this uh, this bundle of tools that all of the PDFs are there. There is a template on the top that is blank, print it out, use it with your team. And there is an example on the bottom. The example on the bottom is what we're going to be talking through together in this episode. So the the four quadrants here are strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats. That's where SWAT comes from, the S, the W, the O, and the T. And then you'll notice that there are two columns. There's helpful. This is stuff that moves the mission forward. And then what I consider to be hurtful, this is stuff that stalls the mission and so those are, those are phrases when it comes to mission. I'm thinking of the mission of the church, the mission of the organization, because your creative team uh, is positioned to be able to help the organization accomplish its mission. That's your, that's your function. Because of that, the, the weaknesses and the threats are things that really kind of stall that out or prevent that. And then the strengths, the good things, the strengths and opportunities, these are things that move it forward. The first section is strengths. Really what we're looking for here is things that are, that are going well with your team. What are things that your team in particular is exceptional at? These are all across the board, frankly. They can be really high levels of skill. It can be that you're a, a tremendous thought partner with the rest of the organization. There's all sorts of examples. And we'll get, we'll get into some of the nitty gritty as we walk through the example uh, SWOT analysis. Uh, weaknesses. I mean, I would imagine this is pretty obvious. These are things that you struggle with. These are things that you're not as good at. Opportunities. These are things that you can take advantage of. And then threats. These are problems that can take advantage of that circumstance. And so things that can pull you away from where you're hoping to get. The If you listen to the pest analysis episode last week, you're probably going to feel like there's some overlap here, and that's because there is. The SWOT analysis really is designed to help your your organization understand its health as a team. 
So what, what is the balance of things? The pest analysis is really a lot more of external factors. These are, these are external circumstances that you have the potential to take advantage of, or in some cases have the potential to derail you and, and threaten your ability as an organization to accomplish its, accomplish its mission. As we look at the SWOT analysis example, that's going to really help you see kind of where this belongs. So as we look at the strengths section, some questions to kind of prompt dialogue. This is, this is an activity that I would do typically with the leaders of my team. You can do them with the entire team, but I have found there, there is a kind of a prime opportunity for some maybe misguided toxicity <laughs> that surfaces some unnecessary criticism. And so there is a degree of maturity that I recommend for people to have when they're, when they're participating in a SWOT analysis. If you have a large organization, it's actually problematic for you to bring everyone into the conversation because you don't get this unified focused assessment. And so you want to really think through who you're bringing to the table with you. Uh, in, in my context, I was leading the communications team and the productions team and the online ministry kind of space. And so I actually went to lunch with the communications leader and I said, let's walk through this together as we assess the team that you're managing. So that was the context that I did this in. And then I also did this at a broader organizational level where we included all of the shared services functions. And so we're talking finance, IT, um, giving or stewardship, um, the, the whole you know, operations, that whole side of the organization. And then it was myself as the creative team minister and then other leaders at my level in the organization participating with our leader, our boss, who walked us through that. And it gave us a big picture view of the whole kind of condition of shared services. And it helped us operate in unison. These are the things that we want to tackle this year. These are the things that we see as opportunities for us. These are things that are threats. We need to really be careful about this. So that's where this tool belongs. Uh, again, if you are the creative team lead, there is an opportunity to leverage this within the specifics of the teams that you lead. So the examples, I think, will kind of shed some light on that, but I wanted to give you a, a little bit of context here in terms of where this typically belongs. So strengths. Uh, again, the questions that helped prompt some of this dialogue. What areas are we strong in as an organization? What do we do particularly well? And so from a calm perspective, I would actually broaden this. Every creative team that I've interacted with is usually really good at handling high intensity, high intensity seasons well. And so that's one of the examples here. Can handle high intensity seasons well. That's a, that's a really valuable asset for a team to have access to that. So for, for your organization to have access to a team that is able to handle that, exceptional. Where, where the health side comes in is you, you can't always be in that state. And so to handle it, great. But we're going to put it as a strength because we can do it. We can handle those seasons well. We're also highly skilled. We're a hardworking team. We have competency. We have skill. We are diligent. And, and we work really hard to accomplish the things that we're looking to accomplish, that leadership wants to accomplish, things that we believe will move forward the mission. So highly skilled, hardworking. And we're passionate about our trade. This is, this is a piece of sort of the, the tension that I see in, in the church, specifically in the area of creative teams. The creatives are so passionate about their trade. 
And so there's a little bit of a knock on them in general to say, yeah, but we're a church. It's about ministry. I mean, cool, but the creatives are there because they're about trade. <laughs> they love their trade and they want to leverage their trade for ministry. So that is a strength. They are passionate about their, their, their trade. So that's what we would categorize as under the helpful category. This is the stuff that moves the mission forward. Strengths. These are the strengths of the team. Now we'll skip over to weakness. And as you're conducting this with a team or with an, even with another kind of individual leader, you'll typically bounce back and forth. So I'm going through this kind of in order, you know, top left, top right, bottom left, bottom right. But the, the experience of this is, oh, you know what? I feel like there's a, this, I feel like this is a threat to us. That, that may be the first thing that you jump into. So allow the boxes to be filled in the order that the ideas are coming up. And then at the end of it, you have, you have an overarching assessment. So onto the weakness category. Again, questions to prompt dialogue. What are areas that you're weak in as an organization? What are some of the ma major struggles for us? The things that we really have a hard time with. So some examples, our team has a negative reputation. So that's, a, that's gonna be a hurtful thing. That's gonna be a weakness of your team if they have a bad reputation organizationally. Ministry teams avoid us because we aren't always helpful or su supportive. Yikes, okay. So we're running into some issues here because our attitude or our countenance, maybe just we're not helpful, we're not supportive. Okay, we need to, we need to list that on the board because what you're gonna do with this is, is as you identify these problems, you're gonna build a plan of attack to address them. So get that out there. And then the third one here, we aren't reliable. We miss too many deadlines. Oh, that's tough. That's a real tough one to develop trust with. So it's good we got that on the board. That's a weakness. On to opportunities. Questions for dialogue. What are areas that uh, are opportunities that, that are in front of you? What are some things that you can capitalize on? Are there any areas that you can focus on that have particularly big returns? So is there anything that's that's maybe really obvious. Have you discovered a new tool that can be pretty seismic for your organization? Or are there, are there circumstantial changes in your team that you can really leverage to be a good thing? So some examples of what that can look like. Upcoming major projects that can give you a chance to support teams better. All right, we're looking ahead at, at the next three months. So we have seven major projects. And what these will do is they'll give us an opportunity to really prove to our teams that we're able to support them well. Fantastic call out. We got opportunities ahead of us in terms of those major projects. We have a new team member. This gives us a chance to make an improved first impression. Sometimes the dynamic of the team relationally can flip on its head when a new person comes on board. Even if it's just one addition to a team of you know five, six, seven, whatever. In order to take advantage of that though, it's really helpful to call it out. And so you can begin really leveraging this, this newness to be able to address some problems, maybe some weaknesses, and that begins to really become clear as an opportunity. This new person on the team gives us an opportunity. And then another one, a little bit more practically in terms of this feels a little bit more like the pest analysis here, a thousand new homes are going to be built in our area this year. Oh man, that's that's a really helpful thing to be aware of and to know that is absolutely an opportunity that you have as a team to be able to reach that group of people. Maybe that means that, you know, there's a mailer that you're going to send out to all the new homes in the area. Or anytime somebody buys a house, you know, you get your Home Depot or Lowe's gift card, 
Now you also get an invite. Hey, you're new to the area, presumably. <laughs> we are excited to have you here. Here's a church in your area. Great opportunity. So you've listed those out. Now we're on to threats. Threats, again, is going to remind you the pest analysis, just because that's, that's a piece of what you're trying to consider there. Questions for dialogue here. What are some threats that can prevent us from accomplishing the mission? What do we need to be particularly aware of? And so here is an example. Existing negative reputation makes progress slower and more emotionally taxing. It's really good to call that out. Diligence uh, or maybe just endurance. That's probably the better word here. Endurance is, is tricky. It's exhausting. I mean, it's, you know, it takes, it takes a lot of endurance to run a very long period of time, especially if you feel like you're running slow, but to call that out, to get that on paper, it really helps the team understand that there is a reason for the, the, this taking as long as it is. And then another example here as a threat, not everybody on the team is willing to change. That's another major problem. That's, that's a legitimate threat. So what we have here now is we have a completed SWOT analysis, and, and that's helpful, but, but it's only helpful if you use it a little bit more than just filling it out. What you want to do now is you want to look at the overarching themes that are being elevated. In this example, you're going to see a couple things. Under the weakness categories, you're going to see things that are talking about trust. You see a negative reputation. You see that we're not always trusted because we're not helpful, supportive. We're missing deadlines. What this is doing, this is elevating a heart issue that exists on your team that you as the leader need to address. So the power of the SWOT analysis is that it reveals a problem to you. Now, the responsibility of an effective leader is to do something with that. And then you look at threats and you see it's the same. You know, it's really the same story as weaknesses. Existing negative reputation makes progress harder. Not everybody's willing to change. If this is a state where you find yourself, you need to be having conversations with those team members that are not willing to change because their unwillingness to change is going to prevent you from addressing the weaknesses or the threats on this analysis. This is not an un uncommon conclusion for a team to come to. This is actually where I have found a lot of creative teams. I mean, part of it is that's the nature of the team that I uh, am brought into it to have conversations with is a team that's struggling in some of these areas reputationally. I put that into the category of heart. If you haven't, uh, you know, kind of heard the, the four cores of the creative framework, that's, that's a heart issue. <laughs> that, that's where that belongs. And then you look over at opportunities and you say, look, we got a new person here that's on the team. So as you pair up the weaknesses, threats, the strengths, opportunities, what you're going to be able to do is you're going to be able to make connections like this. We have a new person on the team. We have some, some damaged relationships on the team. So how do we leverage this new person, maybe even to specifically address some of these complicated or challenging relationships? Maybe employee number one shouldn't be working with ministry leader number one. Maybe we give this person to the new guy or the new gal. Maybe we, maybe we change up the structure a little bit and we say that the new designer gets one client that has a lot of needs. And that's really the only client that they serve for now. Well, that's, I mean, that's a really effective strategy to do a couple things. It eliminates the unwillingness to change from taxing the relationships. 
it leverages the opportunity of a new person on staff being able to build new relational equity with the rest of the ministry teams. And then it also begins to erode this idea of not being helpful and supportive on multiple levels. So the first level is that the, the ministry leader will now have somebody that's going to be more proactive and a better, better attitude. Surface level, super easy, big win. But what it's also doing is it's also affirming that the, that the creative team leader is seeing some of these relational challenges and being very proactive in trying, not always successfully, but trying to address them. What that tells a ministry leader is even though things aren't perfect right now, I can be confident that the, that the creative team lead is going to be making decisions that at least try to address these problems. I think often in ministry, that's the single point where things break down. We feel like people aren't even trying to make things better. And that's when we begin, begin getting frustrated and bitter and probably calloused hearts a little bit. But when we see behavior that says, look, they're missing the mark, but they're trying, that's, that's a whole different conversation. And that's really what this, what this tool does is it elevates for you some of these individual pressure points that you may be feeling or these individual opportunities that you may be seeing, but it puts them all on paper together. And there isn't a part of the exercise where you're literally drawing lines between them, but I mean, there may as well be. You look at, you look at some of these weaknesses and you look at some of these strengths and you're thinking, holy cow, like we can totally pair up these strengths with our weaknesses, or maybe this opportunity over here that really addresses this weakness. And I think one of our strengths can actually work really well against our threats. So you begin seeing a lot of, uh, a lot of cross pollination here in terms of taking something from one category and applying it against something from another. So the, the pest analysis is incredibly helpful for seeing opportunities and saying, you know, here's a campaign, here's a technology we need to be aware of, here's a socioeconomic problem that's existing. But the SWOT analysis is saying, okay, now internally as a team of human beings, how do we begin identifying and addressing who we are, the, the pros and the cons of who we are, and how do we begin positioning uh, the kind of the internal manpower against some of these problems. So it really helps you be strategic as you lead. It helps you lead through some really challenging seasons. When we leveraged these uh, in the organization where I was serving, it was incredibly helpful just to give us clarity around how we could be working well with our people. One of the things for me that is the foundational principle of a healthy creative team is that the human beings are being cared for well. And sometimes what happens is you have a human on your team that is not in the best shape in the sense that they've been going through it. Maybe it's personally, maybe they've had a hard season of life, maybe professionally, maybe they've had a lot of misses, but, but when we keep them in that situation for a prolonged period of time, it only gets worse. It doesn't get better. And by identifying some of these, these challenges, what we're doing is we're actually positioning ourselves to be able to care better. I had a, a conversation with a client recently, and one of the things that they elevated was someone on the team was really taxed in terms of the volume of work that was being executed and expected. It was beyond what was reasonable. And so we talked through it and we came up with a plan, and we were able to pretty significantly reduce the load to a much more manageable and reasonable load. And what's incredible is that 
those things just needed to be identified. It, it wasn't like the, the leadership of the team wasn't interested in helping make things better. It's that you don't always see the things that need to be addressed in order to make things better. And that's what the SWOT analysis does, is it reveals those things. It reveals those challenges, those, those weaknesses and those threats. It gets them visible, gets them on paper, but then it also gets your strength and your opportunities on the same sheet of paper so that you can begin making connections that maybe you haven't before. Thanks for listening to this episode of Leading Healthy Creative Teams. This podcast is just one of the ways Lunchtime Heroes helps build healthy creative teams in the church. Stay up to date on the latest by signing up for the Creative Bites email at lunchtimeheroes.co.